welcome to the Enneagram One Project Podcast with your host, Dominic Vandal, where ones come to learn mindset tools and embodiment techniques to reduce frustrations, quiet their inner critic, and live a most expansive life. If you're ready to make your unique oneness your superpower, then this is the show for you. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, episode 23, What Others Don't See. I have a tender message to deliver on today's episode. I feel this one in my gut. And so I know it must be said. And it kept coming up this last week in pretty much all of my client sessions. So here we go. Intellectually speaking, We, as Enneagram type ones, know that being human is perfectly fine. Being human is all that we can be since, as far as I know, no one has been born with superpowers. Being a one is so much more than irritation over uneven picture frames, frustration that others aren't doing it the way it should be done, or having high standards. What others don't see, can't possibly know, is the felt experience of the relentless inner critic. I've talked about the inner critic before. You can catch that on episode five, Decoding the Inner Critic for Good. So if you want more than what I'm offering in today's episode, and this is really different from what I did then, You can definitely go back. I will include the link in the show notes. The good news is that with some work and intention, we can lower the volume of the inner critic, at least some, when it says, you are not being the best version of yourself. In fact, you are a disgrace. Let me describe to you that felt sensation of the inner critic because that is what sets us apart. That moment before I decide what I want to do with what it says, and yes, I am aware that much of this chatter can happen subconsciously. So the reason I'm describing the felt sensation to you is that I hope it will help you to identify it for yourself when it's happening even in the background. So here goes. When I notice, the tightening in my chest, this hard black ball in my chest seems to drop suddenly and sink deeper within my body. Starts up here and it up in the chest and it just keeps sinking. It becomes energetically heavy because this ball seems to drop into my heart of hearts. That place where I think I truly reside. When this happens in front of others, though I know they're not aware of what's going on inside, I'll recoil. No one should ever witness this part of me. It's not that it's weak. It's that it shouldn't be there. The recoiling might look different. Sometimes it's an actual retreat. Right, I'll step back, but sometimes 
It's more like a recoiling of my best self. And instead, I let out only that part of me that's defensive because it seems to be protecting me. Gives me a sense of security, however false it may be. The inner critic brings with it not just the words and the beatdown, but also a shame. This shame is felt in the gut. Mine is. This shame is visceral. This shame is not brought on by words that I can really pinpoint. Most of the time, subconscious. And yet, this week, it came up for each of my clients. And this is what it is. It is the shame of being human. We will never be more than human in this lifetime. And yet we carry the belief that we should be, should be more. We are here to live a human experience. And yet it is that very being, being a human with all of the shortcomings and all of the beautiful things, but all of the shortcomings. That's what brings up a shame in our bodies. It may make you feel unsafe in your own body because that inner critic, it's in your head. How can you be safe with it there? Cohabitating there in your body with you, the experience is painful. Yes, with all of the tools, the mindset tools, the embodiment tools, the Enneagram, I still experience this. It is part of my human experience. My human experience includes having developed tremendous self-control and I'm wanting to let go with a pit stop to shaming myself for how I once was and not being better still. My human experience includes having tried to mold myself into the good student, the good worker, the good partner, the good parent, the good daughter, with a sprinkle of shaming myself for never, and I mean never, meeting the bar that I would constantly move higher. My human experience includes having belittled myself over and over for not living up to what I thought my life should look like now that I have a million tools and shaming myself for not being more evolved. Now, I no longer spend most of my time in that shame anymore. I have lovingly guided myself towards more acceptance and true freedom to get to know me and to be me. How I've learned to live with it is by remembering that my body does not only house the inner critic, it also has my self, my soul, my consciousness. That part of me that is more than this body, more than this brain, the infinite that resides within. It's how I describe what many of the teachers of the Enneagram system refer to as presence. When I remember that this part of myself exists within as well, I'm able to create a safe place in my body again. I know that when I go within, I go deeper than the body, deeper than the mind. 
I touch that part that is good, that is pure. This is the part of myself that I consider to be my true internal compass. I cannot pretend to know your exact experience, but I do hope that sharing mine with you today as it pertains to that shame of being human, that it will help you to be willing to see what else is within you that can support you when you need it most. From that place, you can actually have access to the beauty of being human. The beauty of what is natural. The beauty of this moment. We want to move our focus to a deeper truth than what the inner critic would ever be able to comprehend. So to recap, what worked for me was to first understand what was going on with the brain, then my brain specifically, and start removing some of the beliefs that were enforcing the inner critic or that the inner critic would use against me using the same tools, but using them to continue to make me small. Once I was able to understand the mental body activity that was going on in my brain, I then noticed that I was still spinning. So the next step for me was to calm that spinning that was happening in my brain. And that's when I found embodiment. I very gradually learned to be in my body again. Because like you, my inner critic lives in my head. My head is part of my body. It didn't feel safe. But as I gradually learned to be my body again, connect to the felt experience of being human and inhabiting the body, the more I lived that felt experience being with myself, the more I became present. And in that presence, that is where I can sense a deeper truth. For me, that truth is beyond language and beyond emotion. It is a sense. That is the part of me that is safe even for me, even when the inner critic still exists in my head. Because it hasn't gone away. The volume is lower and I tap in to presence and that's where I feel safe. I recognize that my experience is not yours and yours is not mine. What I propose to you in this episode may not be available to you at this time, maybe because of trauma or your relationship with your body. Should that be the case, know that there are resources that I can direct you towards to better support your journey. Because my dear one, I can tell you that there's no point in, no use in, and no gain from having this shame of being human that won't take it away. But changing your focus to constantly trying to improve yourself, to instead finding your own internal compass within that place that is safe, creating that place that is safe, and being able to touch it or, or be with it as much as you can or whenever you need it, that is going to create lasting change. A completely different lived experience for you. If you hear the whisper or the nudge that you are ready to explore the possibility that there is more available to you, that you can find serenity within and open to more joy in your life, I would be honored to be your guide and coach. Until next time, love to each and every one.
Thank you so much for listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things one. Now, if you're wanting to integrate what you're learning here and be supported by your very own personal Enneagram One Life Coach, then I invite you to head over to my website, DominicVandal.com, D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L. Look at the very top of the page for the Work With Me tab. I'd love to be the one in your corner, helping you to navigate your oneness. Let's make it your superpower.